Good afternoon and welcome to the Northern Kentucky Spotlight on this lovely Thursday. It, it may be raining here in Northern Kentucky, but we've got some, some bright spots to tell you about here and around the area. I'm Catherine Nero. Thank you for joining us here and every week. Jeremy Schrand is the brains behind the operation, the Marketing and Communications Director for the Northern Kentucky Chamber of Commerce. How are we looking on this Thursday, Jeremy? Uh, it's a little gloomy outside, but as you said, it's going to be bright on the computer today. You know it. On our Facebook page or in the app that you listen to your podcast in. Um, today, we're going to be talking with the mayor of Dayton, Kentucky, um, Ben Baker. Uh, he's super interesting guy, and he was out cutting some, some tree limbs off of some signs so people would know where Dayton was, which I thought was really kind of fun. Oh, that's great. All the social media. That was a little while back, but... Can't wait to hear him talking about his uh, great city. And then we have uh, Centennial and the Urban League are on today to talk about a new partnership partnership that they announced. Um, some really interesting ways to get diversity into the companies that are in northern Kentucky. So that'll be cool. And then, of course, we're going to have some headlines in the, the Chamber Roundup. Oh, you know it. The Roundup. Get that cowboy hat ready. And, of course, all of this is made possible by our wonderful sponsor, CVG, our title sponsor, Yellen and Federal Credit Union, our studio sponsor, and our digital sponsor, C-Crew Consulting. Uh, and so we appreciate all of their support. We appreciate you guys being here, too. So without further ado, we need you to hit subscribe. We need you to like. We need you to share all that good stuff because we got a lot of great news coming your way right here on the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. And we'll be right back with all of it. Sometimes life is hectic. Choosing a mortgage lender shouldn't be. The LNN 5-5 Mortgage offers competitive rates, no PMI, and up to 100% financing. That's a mortgage that comes with peace of mind. Whether you're purchasing a new home or refinancing, you'll feel right at home with LNN. We're local, trusted, and we'll be here for you even after your closing. Call 800-292-2905 and get started on your 5-5 Mortgage. LNN Federal Credit Union. Welcome home. Hello everyone, um, Courtney Clyer here, and I'm joined today by Ben Baker, the mayor of the city of Dayton, Kentucky, uh, one of our beautiful river cities. Thanks for joining us today, Ben. Well, thanks for having me, Courtney. Um, and we're glad you're going on here to chat a little bit about your city and tell us a little bit more about what's going on. So uh, first, I'd like to start off with um, what do you think Northern Kentucky's greatest assets are? And, and kind of more specifically, I guess, what might you say if someone were to think about relocating to Northern Kentucky or to Dayton more specifically? Wow, what a, what a, what a great question. Uh, Northern Kentucky's greatest asset is, is possibly its, uh, its supreme location, you know, being strategically located right across the, the, the river from, uh, from a metropolitan city of Cincinnati. You know, even the city of Dayton, Kentucky, we're two miles away from uh, Major League Baseball, uh, NFL football. We have Broadway-style theater, uh, world-class restaurants, uh, amazing arts. We have parks. Uh, all, all these great things are right within our community. But we're also lucky enough to uh, be experiencing, uh, you know, very affordable living here. Uh, you know, a regular family can can buy a house here, a nice house, and and raise a family in in a nice, safe neighborhood. You know, Dayton is is ranked one of the you know top twenty five safest cities in the, in the in the the state. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, yeah, it's uh we we've really increased that over the last you know five years or so. Uh, so these things are all achievable uh, by by choosing to live in in Dayton, Kentucky, or or the region. So we're very lucky to be here. 
Yeah, and that's something I actually like to tell my friends from other parts of the state. And it's like, you know, I, I love living in Northern Kentucky because you get all the perks of being by Cincinnati without um, typically as much of the traffic or as much yeah. of the taxes. So that's always that's always my go to. And um, yeah, and there's a lot going on in Dayton these days, too. And that was on, it's kind of my next question is, um, you know, we've been seeing a lot going on. We are hearing a lot about new residences like the Manhattan Harbors, new businesses going into the city. Um, and you guys, I just completed your portion of the Riverfront Commons project um, with the, the pathway and the walkway around the river. Um, so it seems that there's a lot going on. And I was wondering if you could speak a little bit about what your vision for the city is um, with all these new de um, developments and, and and what's next, I guess. What's next? That's So you're asking for the crystal ball. Yes. Uh, ah, man, I wish I could show it to you because I'm not 100% sure myself. Uh, but yeah, we do have currently right now on uh, the riverfront, we have two major projects going on. Uh, the first would be uh, the, the Gateway Flats, which is as you're coming on to the, the Manhattan Boulevard, uh, the, the apartments there, uh, they've got a great view of downtown uh, and, and those are almost complete. As you cruise down Manhattan Boulevard, on the left hand side, you'll see uh, single family homes ranging anywhere from $400,000 to I think 1.8 was the the top one that sold. Uh, so, you know, some, some pretty interesting properties over there. And then when you get towards the end uh, by the marina, you have uh, Tapestry. Tapestry is uh, apartments that are, are top of the line, market rate. They have a great pool, uh, views of the river, and it's a little more quiet down there because it's uh, a little, little di socially distanced, I guess, from, from the rest. Uh, all these folks are, are right there in Dayton. They're becoming our new neighbors, and we're happy to have them. Uh, we're looking forward to working and playing with them and, uh, and having our kids in our schools. And I want to point out, again, our schools uh, uh, are, are, are distinguished. Jay Brewer is our superintendent. He is, uh, he's, he's taken us uh, to new heights, and we're very proud of our, our Green Devils. Uh, so moving forward, you know, we're, we're starting to see a lot more people uh, reinvest in Dayton. Uh, and starting to uh, uh, rehab their properties, and, and the prices of the properties are uh, for sale uh, are incredible. Uh, right now, there's barely anything for sale uh, in Dayton because it's being rehabbed. So mm -hmm. we're, we're we're seeing a lot of new investment in Dayton, and, and the the homes that have been here for you know 130 years, not just these new projects, but all the all the the neighborhoods that have been here forever are, are starting to breathe new life, and it's it's beautiful to see it come together. Uh, our Main Street, we can't forget about our Main Street, our historic Main Street, 6th Avenue, we call it the Avenue, uh, it is, is also bringing a lot of new life. We have Purple Poulet. I'm not sure if you've checked them out or not. They are, you not eating there yet? No, and I, I've had a lot of people recommend it to you, and I've also heard it's hard to get in because it's so popular, so I haven't been able to go yet, actually. Give them, give them two weeks out to get a reservation. Uh, or you might get lucky. I, this happens to me uh, every now and then. They won't give me a table there. I, I'm nobody special. Uh, if you sneak in, you might be able to find a seat at the bar. But it's it's seriously been voted the, the best fried chicken in Kentucky. But that's saying something. Think about that. Wow. Yeah. So we got that. We have trotted steak and seafood. They're they're awesome. Uh, you know, great date night st uh, style uh, food. Uh, you can go down the, the way to Hometown Heroes. Uh, if you were looking to catch a, a, a baseball game and some chicken wings, it's the best chicken wings in the city. Uh, we have Galactic Chicken to go on with the chicken theme. Uh, so they got chicken tenders, uh, and, and they'll, they'll sell you a bottle of champagne if you want. Uh, 
Unitaza is uh, a coffee shop here in Dayton. Uh, Honduran coffee. It's fresh. It's awesome. She grows it in her own family, so it's not you know uh, imported from anybody else. Uh, want a tattoo? Go get a tattoo at a Body of Art. You know, all these places have been brought to us by the what we call the CCAP program, which is the Commercial Community Advancement Program. Uh, so we're helping businesses come into Dayton. We're helping with with their rent because we know how critical those first couple of years are in, in business. Mm-hmm. So well, we're helping to get a leg up, and, and all those businesses I just mentioned are are enjoying that. Need a haircut? Do we got multiple salons? Come get one with us. So yeah, yeah that's got- great. A lot going on. Yeah, and I know, and it's great that you guys are helping out businesses, especially right now. Um, you know, I'm sure they really appreciate that leg up. I know Galactic Fried Chicken, I remember they opened, I think, just earlier this year, right? Yep. Um, so definitely. And I've, I've actually gone there before a um, couple of times. Some great chicken there, some great mashed potatoes. Um, big fan. Yeah, really tasty yeah. stuff. Um, and I guess I, and on, on that theme of business, um, do you have any suggestions um, for for businesses and how better um, how better to work with the city? Obviously, we talk a lot about the business community here at the chamber. I was sure. curious if you had any recommendations. Uh, you know, just work with the city. We're we're very pro business in, in in Dayton. We're very uh, welcoming to new businesses. Uh, you know, everyone likes to think of Dayton as our our main street. Because uh, that's typically where we go, but we have a, 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 a innovation park, industrial park, whatever you want to call it, uh, down past uh, the main street towards the marina, uh, and, and we're welcoming in businesses in there too. It's just not the types of places you go for a date night. Uh, but you know, just work with us and, and ask us ask us what how can we help you? Uh, are there tax abatements? Is there uh, uh, you know one thing people don't know about Dayton is we have a uh, a five-year moratorium on our, our on on our property. So if you buy a, ha- a house or a building at a hundred thousand dollars, we'll market at that hundred thousand dollars the next five years and not tax you when you do that improvement and make it a three hundred thousand dollar house. Okay. Uh, so these are the questions that people don't know to ask, but uh, they're the, the answers that we're happy to give. So meet with you know in, in Dayton. I can only I can only speak for Dayton. Meet with me. Uh, if you're a business owner looking to, to move to Dayton, uh, meet with Bob Yoder. Bob Yoder is my uh, economic development manager here in Dayton. He's going to help you. He's going to show you all the tax loopholes that we can get you through. He's going to he's going to show you all the uh, uh, programs that we're going to help you get into. That's going to make Dayton a great place for your business. But I imagine that probably goes the same for all those cities around as well. But uh, pardon me if I'm a little biased. I want I want your business in Dayton. Well, that's great. And I think that'll be really great for our businesses to hear um, what a welcoming place it is and how much is going on. You guys are doing a lot to encourage businesses, and we really appreciate that. On behalf of the chamber, I can say we really appreciate it. And uh, it's been great talking to you. We, I think that's all that, that we have time for today, um, but we really appreciate you joining us and telling us more, uh, Mayor Baker, about the great city of Dayton, Kentucky. Um, so thanks again, and back to you, Jeremy. Ranking on Google Search and Maps is easy to understand, but hard to do. It requires constant effort and attention, uploading new photos, responding to Google reviews, writing weekly posts, and checking suggested updates. Google listing optimization takes experience and time, and there are no shortcuts. C-Crew gives your Google My Business account the steady, consistent attention it needs to be effective. 
Optimizing, updating, and expanding critical content every single week. From local retail stores to large regional networks, C-Crew generates content, establishes benchmarks, and creates dramatic measurable increases in engagement. So what can C-Crew do for your business? More calls, more clicks, more clients. back to the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. Uh, right now, we're going to be talking about a new program called Executive Pathways, and it's a joint effort between the Urban League of Greater Southwestern Ohio and Centennial Talent Strategy and Executive Search. And we're joined now by uh, two men integral in this uh, program, Eddie Cohen, uh, the President and CEO of the Urban League, and Duran Alexander, Vice President of Client Engagement at Centennial. So, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Catherine. Yeah, uh, Duran, let's start with you. Um, let's talk about Executive Pathways and how this whole thing came about. Yeah, so uh, actually it was just a, a part of a, a, a lifelong um, passion ambition of uh, Mike Simple Jr. and Sr. So as they were out there in the marketplace and uh, and started to uh, uh, were challenged to, uh, to to measure their own diversity initiatives um, a few years ago, um, they um, they decided, look, look, we, this is what we need to do. We need to put some key partnerships together. And uh, when uh, Eddie first came on board there with the uh, Urban League, Mike Simple Jr. Uh, reached out to him. And uh, and then yeah they 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 started the conversation they started the conversation and and uh, it had been in the in the works here for some time and then of course as COVID hit and then we had everything that 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 came about here in the past couple months um, you know it obviously it just almost thrusted into the forefront um, of the timeliness of of putting this together but uh, but it's been a long time coming and uh, we're excited that we finally get to launch it and, and tell everyone about it. Awesome. So why is having diversity in your leadership so important? I mean, it's obviously a passion of Mike Sipple Jr. to kind of get this rolling, but he sees a, a reason behind it. Can you explain that a little bit? Oh, yes. Um, so uh, just as we know, in companies in general, it's just it comes across as the the right thing to do. And, and it represents just the community that at large to have uh, diversity and have key leaders of, of color and um and uh, women and everyone just to be a part of the leadership team. It, it helps to show young people that, that it is something that they can do and they can aspire to. Uh, so when you don't have that, it, it makes it tough. And, and as, as you as we get into more of even the uh, the culture of the company um, to, to have um, just people of color be able to to just do what they do in their job when they don't see people at a higher level uh, that look like them. So, uh, so it's so it's excellent when companies uh, are willing to invest in this, and then and also see the need to have uh, this key initiative met. And Eddie, let's talk about the Urban League's involvement in this. I mean, the Urban League has been integral in, in finding jobs from uh, entry level all the way up the chain. Why is it important, as Duran mentioned, to have um, the Urban League involved in finding those executive pathways for higher level leaders? Yeah, I think when we look at the competitiveness as a region, you know, the, the Urban League, our footprint is Northern Kentucky, Cincinnati, and Dayton. Um, and we look at other, you know, there's no longer this idea of it's just uh, Northern Kentucky or it's just Dayton. It's like people compete as regions. And when you think about the attractiveness of having a great labor market, um, diversity is important. Um, it, it is a critical pathway. I think it's a business necessity. Too. Um, and so we really thought about how do we marry um, the fact that we've been in the community for over 70 years. Uh, we have these incredible um, t 
talented people who have volunteered, um, who have served on the board of the Urban League, um, who have been in our auxiliary groups, our young professionals, our guild. Um, and we've been doing some of this stuff informally over years. And so we said, who, who, who is the best that we can think of to partner with um, that will combine the skill of staffing, executive search and training uh, and that we can use our, our information networks in, in one piece? Uh, I think really three things are important that you have the leadership that is bought in because um, it's more than just diversity, right? Um, it, 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 more than just racial diversity. It's if you have a racially diverse or even an ideological diverse workforce. How do you facilitate and you exploit that talent? Um, and that's the skill set in itself is, is to get to get women, to get people of color, to get other thoughts and ideas and backgrounds at the table. Now, how do I use this to our advantage? The business case is pretty clear of why it's good for for companies and in an evolving marketplace. Um, and so the timing is right. Um, this is an organization we've had a, a relationship with since since Miss Donna Jones Baker, who was two CEOs before me. Uh, and so when I came and with everything that's happening right now, we said this is the perfect timing um, and the answer to what a lot of companies are, are grappling with of saying they want to move beyond statements and really concretize what it means to have um, a living, breathing, uh, more inclusive environment in the workplace. That's, that's so great to hear. And, um, you know, I. The, the Urban League and Centennial, they developed three key factors in this programming um, to help diversify your team. Um, tell us about those three factors, because it's it's so much more than just just hiring. There, there's more to it than that. Yeah, exactly. So I talked about it a little bit before. It's You have to have leadership buy-in, you know, so they see the value proposition. This is not, you know, an effort to check a box, right? <laughs> to say, you know, I have um, three women here, a couple of people of color over there. This is really to see the holistic um, business case, the moral of the business case and the, the case for the region of why diversity is important. We've also partnered with the incredible work that the chamber has done, you know, around workplace innovation uh, center as well. Uh, so that's one is getting the leadership buy in. Two is actually setting up some counting or measurable data uh, that you can monitor progress over time. We do have some great actors in both northern contract northern kentucky and the cincinnati area um, that are doing pretty good when you compare them to other folks in their industry right there's still a lot to grow but they want to grow at a, at a more rapid and a faster rate and then three is just setting up the infrastructure you know if we're all elephants you know we get a giraffe in our house we got to make sure that the ceiling's a little taller right um so right. Sure that giraffe can uh that giraffe can can thrive so similar when we think about culture and and and, and benefits and and things about working from home and flexible schedules, even when you think about just millennials coming to the workplace, it has drastically changed. You know, a data point that I always talk about is 44% um, of jobs of African-Americans, 40% of white jobs, and 46% of Latino jobs were going to be eliminated in 2030. That was pre-COVID. That's not the Urban League's research, that's McKinsey, right? And so. Now we're at this place where we have to accelerate um, at a, a, a way that is um, uncomfortable for a lot of us, but really thinking about how do we upskill employees, how do we use all the talents that we need because there's so many emerging needs. So this is really um, a compelling business case why we have to diversify not only by race, but just around skill set and ideology right now as well. 
I want to let's delve into that. I love that uh, analogy, Eddie, about the elephants and the giraffe. And Doreen, you mentioned culture. Um, this isn't about oh, checking the box. I've hired a minority. It's about that's just the beginning. So let's talk about if companies want to improve their culture, if they want to improve their diversity in hiring and in elevating people to leadership positions, what should they do? Where should they learn? Yeah, well, um, you know, first and foremost, well, yeah, we say uh, call us. Call us and, and reach out. And, and that's been the beauty of the uh, of the partnership that we're working on is that so it, when a company is going, you know what, I, I hear you. We're, we're the ones we we do look around the room. It's all white males. Um, and, you know, we're, we're admitting that. So so where do we go? And that's when we said, well, let, let's walk through this together. So, you know, we don't no one grows and we don't change any, anything if we just look and we just go, well, you know what you did. Well, let, let's get some answers. So uh, so that, that's what we're saying. Like, that's a part of the partnership. You say, look, you're work, you're working with us. We've got a great pipeline uh, with the Urban League. And then we're, we're, we're going to be able to sit through and, uh, and and vet all of our the the candidates. And then and we, we want to continue to present the best option because we don't want it to be that. You know, I, I think as you continue to ask anyone in the African-American community, we said, look, we, we've got excellent talent. We've got excellent skills. So don't just just put anybody in there. Let's let's actually we'll walk through the same process and then um, and and provide that value add to your company. So um, so just being uh, able to have that opportunity and that that's what uh, so many skilled African-Americans want. You know, like I said, more than don't just just place me here just to be a number like, um, you know, I have skills. I have a value. Uh, and let's do this for your company. Yeah. And I think Nero, just to follow up with that a little bit. So I, one of my prior roles, I was the chief of staff at Denver Public Schools. We had Billion dollar budget, ninety thousand dollar school, and we started the first sort of MBE office and created some pretty ambitious goals. And what we saw was there were some industries that the supply was really there and robust, like IT. There were others that were not diverse, like the milk providers, right? Um, you know, in in Denver, Colorado, one. So one of the things that we're excited is we have ninety affiliates across the country um, that are primed for this. Um, young professional chapters. Um, in different cities. So even though it's a, a target that's focused mainly on Northern Kentucky, Cincinnati, Dayton area, um, we also are trying to make sure not only we present opportunities for people who are here, uh, but to make this an attractive region that people say, let me look at. We already know this mm -hmm. is a hotbed for, for black entrepreneurs and there's some incredible things that are happening in this region, but how do we, how do we expose people to Cincinnati and compete with the Chicago's, with the Atlanta's that are out there to get top tier talent. Um, most of the time, just like when I was in Denver, I said there aren't any milk suppliers you know, that are diverse, but I didn't have really a, a broad network to figure out where where can we look outside of, um, of that Denver bubble. Um, and we know that, you know, every industry isn't created equal. We got to talk about the pipeline from K through 12, from matriculating through college, persisting through, et cetera. Um, but we do know between our boards and through our unique partnership that we have more available than most. Uh, and so it's important to meet companies where they are. You know, um, you know, this isn't a sort of mandate, but I think companies want to say, what can I do beyond um, a statement? You know, we've been really saying three things of educate yourself, um, invest and influence. And so that that first tier out of those three of a CEO buy in, they use the influence. Um, you do not have to be an expert on racial equity to actually impact racial equity. <laughs> you know, um, I joke with CEOs who call me privately who say, look over this statement. 
um, they have more social capital than I do as the CEO of Urban League. And if they do it, they actually tacitly influence their other um, colleagues around them um, to, to really look at this and, and look at this as a pathway forward and make the business case. It's about normalizing that that new uh, learning, essentially, is we are all moving through, whether it's COVID, diversity. And I know that you guys have, uh, this is a hot button issue right now, but it's important to note that uh, Centennial and the Urban League, you guys have been talking about this for a while. This has been in the pipeline for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So let's, let, let's ask, uh, or if people at home want to know, like, how do we get involved, whether they're individuals or companies, what do they need to do to uh, to be a part of this? Yeah, uh, well, yeah, they can uh, actually uh, contact, um, they can contact me at Centennial. Uh, so uh, my, my number is uh, 513-366-3776. Uh, and then also, um, uh, Eddie, if you have the information there for uh, Ashley, I'd say probably to contact Ashley would be uh, helpful at the Urban League. Yep. And it's just, um, uh, you can, E. Cohen is fine. You can email me directly, E-K-O-E-N at ulgso.org or Ashley Young is A. Young, the word, at U-L-G-S-O. Awesome. And then you guys also have a spot on centennialinc.com slash diversity for more information there. And then also um, the urban league at centennialinc.com too is another email that you guys can reach out to. And I'll put these all up on the screen so our viewers can, can, can see them. Yeah. Well, we thank you guys so much. Best of luck with this uh, program. We can't wait to see the successes that it brings. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And we'd love to be able to share those metrics there uh, here in the coming years. Absolutely. We'll bring you back and get those metrics on. Absolutely. All right. Duran and Eddie, thank you so much. We appreciate it. And thank you for sticking around. In fact, we got a little more coming your way. Headlines, all the fun stuff happening this week in Northern Kentucky, just ahead on the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. CBG Airport is the lowest fare airport in the tri-state region with 54 nonstop flights and direct international service to seven destinations, including Paris, France, and now home to both DHLs and Amazon's global cargo hubs. The airport is furthering its position as leader in aviation and is deeply committed to being an economic driver for the community. You can learn more and start your next adventure at CBGAirport.com. And welcome back to the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. Listen, uh, we're going to get to the uh, big headlines of the week. Lots to get through, including a really, really great opportunity for small businesses. And uh, Jeremy, you're going to tell us about the Duke Energy Small Business Grants. Yes, this was awesome. This was such a great thing for us to be a part of. Like, I I love when we actually have, um, I mean, we do lots of stuff around the community, community and some of it is kind of unseen. And, you know, back in the, um, you know, in, in the room where it happens, if you yeah. will. <laughs> But uh, this one was really cool because it got to be like out in front of people and we got to actually help businesses. Um, this is the uh, Duke Energy came and they said, we want to um, give some money to some uh, minority um, and women owned and veteran owned small businesses that have been affected by all the craziness that's going on. So we had $70,000 to give away. We had over 160 businesses applied. Um, and then we went through and we had like a big, huge committee that sat around and picked what they thought were the best ones and the most deserving of the money. And we've got some grant win- grant winners. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to go through Let's the list. Wrap them off. Let's they are awesome. So we've got um, around the clock child care LLC in Kenton County, um, Asme LLC in Boone County, Becca's Body Sculpting Studio in Kenton County, um, DADS Bobcat Service in Pendleton County. First Achievements PLLC in Boone County, 
Grainwell in Kenton County. Love their awards that they make down there. Um, Head to Toe Salon in NKY, um, which is in Kenton County. Cradle to Crayons Child uh, Learning Center in Campbell County. OKOTA LLC in Boone County. Sage Yoga Company in Kenton County. Small World Child Development Center in Pendleton County. Susan Salon and Spa in Campbell County. Talent Music Studio LLC in Campbell County. Tracy Nicole Brand um, in Boone County and T&C Operating LLC in Campbell County, and Wiseman Crossing Design in Boone County, and Yankee Doodle Deli in Kenton County. Love her pretzels. Um, So this is really great to see all these businesses. You know, these are obviously people that have been massively impacted by the pandemic. You know, you heard some salons and some uh, yoga studio in there and stuff. So it's it's, it's really, really great to kind of help these businesses out and hopefully keep them keep them going through this pandemic so we can continue to have a thriving region. Absolutely. You know, and that said, just the latest news from Governor Bashir this week, there's been a you know a little change in uh, what uh, or the availability of, for example, tables at your favorite restaurant. So um, we should know this by now. But as for the next two weeks, bars are closed in Kentucky. Restaurants are back to 25 percent capacity indoors. They'll stay the same outdoors. Um, and this is all because of that five percent number. So the five percent uh, infection rate of coronavirus across Kentucky. That's the number that the governor looked at, not just the governor, but the White House COVID um, team came in and talked about this. Once you get over that 5%, his point is we need to get it back down under 5%. So this was what he decided to do. And in addition to that, he also announced the school should not open until the third week of August, which prompted um, almost immediate reaction from the Covington Diocese moving uh, the first day back a week. Um, and then most of the other schools had already moved it back to, toward the end of August. So that's good news there. Fall high school sports right now are on. Um, but they're going to revisit yeah. this at the end of August. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens there. But right now, as for your favorite high school football team, should be starting on September 11th. Yes. Uh, so, you know, when we were hitting that primary season, we were encouraging everybody to get out there and exercise their right to vote. We will be doing that again soon. I'm sure Kristen's going to be coming on you know the show. It. What is it going to look like? Uh, you know, as everything else, it's still in question. Um, but as of this week, Secretary of State Adams um, said he envisions it, it um, consisting of a combination of some absentee voting, early in-person voting, and voting on election day, similar to what the primary was. Um, he thinks expanding absentee voting could overwhelm county clerks and the U.S. Postal Service um, because just the nature of it being a, like a big general election for president, that, that means there's more people going to vote. So um, they're worried about the systems that are in place and they don't want to like overwhelm them. Um, he says early in-person voting could relieve potential crowds. So like if you if you get to go in early and then you don't have you can actually social distance, you wear a mask, you go in social distance, get your vote in, make sure it's still counted. Um, and it's it's still up in the air. We're hopefully we'll yeah. have some answers soon. And the, the if there is good news in any of this. Kentucky is not the only state having to go through this. So we'll see, you know, there will be some similarities among our other states here in and around the area. Uh, but as we, you know, before we get to Election Day, school's going to start and how it's going to start, you know, it's kind of up in the air. Some schools are starting completely online. Some schools are going completely in person. Some are doing a hybrid. And who knows where that shell game might end up. We might end up doing all of the above. Um, but the United Way is stepping up to really help out for students, presuming that we're going to need remote access, even if 
some schools go in person. There may be, uh, you know, part time or an A-B schedule type thing. So the United Way um, is really helping expand this digital or Northern Kentucky Digital Equity Initiative for students. It started uh, with some money from the Horizon Community Funds and the Greater Cincinnati Foundation, and that covered 884 families. Well, United Way wants to do a thousand or more. They've done a hundred or so more in Grant County here recently, but now they're asking for your help. And this is a great opportunity if you're like, hey, I don't know how to help. I can't really do much. This is a great way. For $78, you can provide internet access for a family for six months. And six months is a really big date because our time period, because that's how long they're thinking we may need this, right? So a lot of schools are offering um, up devices and kids get them home and can't use them. So for 78 bucks, if you can spare it, you can help a whole family get that access for a full six months. So if you want that information, all you got to do is text NKY Wi-Fi to 71777 or just look it up on the United Way's website. What a great program. Um, yeah. Oh, our friends at Perfetti Van Mel, the makers of the wonderful Airhead, one of my favorite candies. And Mentos. Uh, I just had some gum, some Mentos yeah. gum a minute ago. I love it. I love when we have meetings with them because they bring samples. Um, <laughs> while many companies were reducing their staff during the pandemic, Perfetti added 90 new jobs. So they're one of those companies that is is doing great through the pandemic and continuing to um, advance our region. Um, employees volunteer to deliver cases of candy to emergency first responders. I know we covered that a little bit a while ago. We shared it on our social media, which is really cool. They've also been um, do donating masks to hospitals and um, nonprofits. So they're a great company to have here. They're um, in like I said, the candy is delicious. You know it. Um, <laughs> and speaking of delicious, Butler's Pantry oh. Cafe just opened. So this is um, uh, the restaurant right across from the Butler's Pantry Market, right there at the base of the River Center. Uh, I was lucky enough to uh, partake in some lunch last week. It was delicious. Uh, I made both. Uh, I made both my girls and myself. We had to order different things so we could try it all. Yeah. Delicious. I'm telling you, I had the salmon salad that was unbelievable. I also tried the uh, grilled cheese and tomato soup and the uh, pancakes, all of which were ridiculously delicious. So check it out. It's open for breakfast and lunch uh, on weekdays right now. I'm so jealous. I could have I could have gone to that, but I couldn't because my son had a dentist appointment. Well, that's it. a problem. I had to good take him to a, a dentist. <laughs> a dentist. The opposite of eating a good lunch, by the way. It is the exact yeah. opposite. Um, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, the red season is open. They do not. They're not having fans as of yet. Um, they did really great at the beginning, and then they're back because hey, they're they got their back. back. Last night was all right. Yeah, last night was fun. It's just it's always great when you score that many runs. Um, but you know, if you if you want to get out and watch it, they they are having watch parties at Newport on the Levee. You can stay outside, stay social distance, wear your mask, and uh, enjoy the Reds game. It's not quite the same as about uh, being in the ballpark, but it's better than nothing. You know, and it's really close. And the cool thing is, you can see the fireworks, like for their home runs and, yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah. I, it does give you a feel for it. You're looking at the ballpark, you know, beyond the big screen. So certainly a a good option at the very least. All right, uh, but that's not all. Oh no! Do we have Jeremy's Chamber Roundup now? Yeehaw! Yeah, love I it. That I need the sound effect myself now. <laughs> so goofy. Oh, <laughs> Chamber Roundup. We have all kinds of great content for you. This morning we had a really good um, Women's Initiative Professional Series, and this is good for men and women. They talked about general um, generational differences and stuff. Uh, it's really really great programming. And then at lunchtime we celebrated all those education. Um, workers and those teachers and 
the administrator. I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's great. It was a great program, much shorter than most years. Usually it's a, it's a long dinner. Today it was just a short lunch program. Be sure to check that out on our Facebook page. Um, the Women's Initiative Professional Series, you can see on our, um, if you go to our website, go to the videos page. Um, we got some other great stuff coming up. We got the Best Practices Week coming up next week. It's going to be awesome. We've got all kinds of great speakers. Um, it's going to be a roundtable format, all digital. So it's going to be interesting. It's a brand new system from our friends at Ulimi, who've been on the podcast mm-hmm. quite a few times. It's a new thing that they developed. Um, so it should be interesting. And then after that, we've got the best, or, uh, the Business Impact Awards coming up, uh, where we recognize all the great businesses and all the great things they're doing around here. And that's going to be another whole week's long celebration where we're going to have on Monday the 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 video goes live or we're going to go live in the afternoon. And then every other day that week, we're going to be live at 10 o'clock on our Facebook page announcing new winners. Um, it's going to be a really great program as well. So you don't want to miss any of this. Be sure to like the Chamber's Facebook page so you don't miss a minute. There you go. That is the plea right there. Yes, like the Chamber's Facebook page and you'll be all up to date. So there you go. You are caught up on all things Northern Kentucky. And as always, we want to thank our sponsor, CVG, our title sponsor, the Allen & Federal Credit Union, our studio sponsor, even though we're in separate studios, and our digital sponsor, maybe more important than ever, C-Crew Consulting. We appreciate it very much. And thank you for listening and for watching. Please share this. There's some great information today, great things going on in Northern Kentucky that we hope that you will get out to the rest of the NKY. Jeremy, thank you for all your hard work on the podcast, as always. And for Jeremy, I'm Catherine. We'll see you next week. See you.